This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Retired four-star Navy Admiral James Stavridis back in June predicting the demise of Wagner head Yevgeny Prigozhin within months. And it appears the admiral was correct as Russian state media is reporting that a private passenger plane en route from Moscow to St. Petersburg yesterday had Prigozhin on board when it crashed. This video uploaded to social media has been independently geolocated by NBC News. It shows a plane falling to the ground in the same area where Prigozhin's plane reportedly crashed. NBC News has not independently verified Prigozhin was on this plane. Earlier this summer, the Wagner Group, with Prigozhin at the helm, staged an unsuccessful uprising against the Russian government. So that, can, can I ask you, that yes. gets back to my original question. So if the protest didn't work, you got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, Indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times, and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. Well, so, it like, makes it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After you know, trying to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So like, don't they have to kill you now? I th- I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it, you know? They really get it. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. But you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, not. We have decided to invite the Argentine Republic, the Arab Republic of Egypt, the Federal Democratic Republic of Ethiopia, the Islamic Republic of Iran, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates to become full members of BRICS, the membership will take effect from the 1st of January 2024. So, President Trump's former vice president is on this stage tonight. He has faced hecklers on the campaign trail over his actions on January the 6th. On that day, the vice president moved forward with the certification of the election. So do you believe that Mike Pence did the right thing, Senator Scott. Do you believe he did the right thing? Absolutely, he did the right thing, number one. I I think the American people deserve to know whether everyone on this stage agrees 
that I kept my oath to the Constitution that day. There's we no more important duty. So, so answer the question. Thing. I've, I've answered this before. So, yes. Now, why are we? He, Mike, Mike did his duty. I got no beef with him. But here's the thing. Is this <laughs> what we're going to be focusing on I'm relieved. going we forward? Will. The yeah. rehashing of this? I'll yes. tell you, Governor the DeSantis. Democrats would love that. We and they will win well, if we Governor let DeSantis. them get away with it. Governor right. Hutchinson, you did, did not raise your hand. I did not raise my hand because there's an important issue we as a party have to face. And over a year ago, I said that Donald Trump was morally disqualified from being president again as a result of what happened on January 6th. More people are understanding the importance of that, including conservative legal scholars who says he may be disqualified under the 14th Amendment from being president again as a result of the insurrection. All right, I'd like to answer the question you asked and not give a pre-canned speech. Mike Pence stood for the Constitution, and he deserves not grudging credit. He deserves our thanks as Americans for putting his oath of office and the Constitution of the United States before personal, political, and unfair pressure. Governor Haley, we haven't heard from you on this. Do you agree? Do you agree that Vice President Pence did did the right thing that day or not? I do think that Vice President Pence did the right thing, and I do think that we need to give him credit. Happy to answer the question. Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. You know, it's not about looking back at at January 2021. It's about January 20th, 2017. I put my left hand on Ronald Reagan's Bible. I raised my right hand, and I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and it ended with a prayer, so help me God. It was a promise that I made to the American people, but I also made it, it made it to my Heavenly Father. Every day for four years I sought to keep that oath. And everyone on this stage needs to make it clear whether or not they'll do the same if they earn this job and the confidence of the American people. Do you think we're moving towards civil war? There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, You know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And you know some of the crowds I've spoken before. And uh, like July 4th on the mall, uh, I think they had a million people there. Uh, But I think that the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th. And people that were in that crowd, a very, very small group of people, and we said, patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But people that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people went down there. And then you, there are a lot, of, a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. But people in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that crowd. There was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love. And I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people such hatred of what they've done to our country. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving towards something. I don't know because I don't know what it, you know, I I can say this. uh, There's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you. That is a bad combination, by the way. Bad combination.
How did you get the 67,000 <laughs> of the 364 that actually voted? Sure, you pulled the voter histories and you see who voted in 2020. That's who voted. I mean, you can look at the records that were still on the rolls that were ineligible and you will see just how it breaks out. Some 47,000 of them were outside of their jurisdiction. Over 16,000 of them had already moved out of the state. Eight, over 8,000 of them were totally inactive. It's, it's, all, it's all there. I mean, if, if they had been good stewards of the roles, they would have seen that themselves. But they were so quick to obfuscate and say it was all a big lie rather than looking at what had happened in the two years that they hadn't cleaned the roles. And they should have looked. Two water, or three watershed moments, 100 million people, over 100 million people have watched Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump's, quite frankly, amazing conversation last night. Our allies that we spent um, uh, $9 trillion, 10,000 combat casualties, 50,000 uh, wounded. Saudi Arabia and UAE have announced that they have joined BRICS. We'll get into that in the next block. Monumental. Uh, now, almost 50% of the world's oil production is in a organization controlled by the Chinese Communist Party that's main focus is the de-dollarization of the world's economy. And number three, the old Republican Party on the stage backed Judas Pence in his uh, not confirming to the Electoral Count Act of 1887 or the U.S. Constitution and what his duties were. We're going to get into all that, but first, we're going to go to Georgia, another massive uh, news day and another historic event. Senator Colt Moore from Northwest Georgia, Georgia 53, state senator, joins us, one of the few patriots that stood up. Senator Moore, tell me about your assessment of what's going to happen in Georgia today, and how are you fighting back to make sure that things are set right down there, sir? I tell you what, Steve, thanks for having me. I've, I've had to calm my heart over the last 24 hours or so, speaking to my fellow senators and speaking to a couple of representatives and then you see the thousands, it appears this morning, that are coming to Atlanta and showing their support for President Donald Trump. You know, it's, um, it's just a sad, heartbreaking day. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited that, that people are starting to call their senators and call their representatives, and, and they're feeling the friction. But it, it, bottom line is, you think some action ought to be taken by the Georgia legislature. It wasn't done... Uh, forcefully enough uh, in December of 2020, you're saying it should be done today. What are, what are you specifically a- talking to your senators Steve, about? What Steve, are you talking about? What type of, a- what type yeah. of action do you want? This is an emergency right now. I'm calling for an emergency special session. I've had senators ask me, what do you do when you have an emergency special session? First step, Steve, defund Bonnie Willis. Now, these senators, they want to use semantics with their constituents, and they want to say, well, she receives local funding or she receives federal funding. Well, she also receives Georgia state tax dollars, Steve, and my constituents do not want their hard-earned tax dollars funding this type of rogue power, okay? The second thing we have to do is we have to investigate Bonnie Willis. They say, well, what would you investigate? What about the fact that the indictment comes out the day before the jury even finishes and concludes, right? We need to investigate what coordination she's had with the U.S. Department of Justice. There are so many things to investigate. What about the fact that half of her inmates at the Fulton County Jail have yet to be charged with a crime? I mean, when the citizens of Fulton County have to start paying for this and not my citizens in Northwest Georgia and across this state, 
they're going to think twice about what she's doing because instead of their neighbor getting murdered and their other neighbor getting robbed and all she's worried about is taking on political prisoners, you know, maybe maybe she'll stop and think about that. Senator Moore, it's very impressive that a brave young man from one of the most patriotic parts of this country, northwest Georgia, steps up here. Where is the rest of the Republican establishment in this? Why, why? It seems like not only do they not have your back, they're working against you, sir. No, I mean, it's, it's hard to soar like an eagle, Steve, when the rest of your colleagues are acting like a bunch of buzzards trying to find every dead end not to do anything. I mean, I've heard all types of excuses. I've heard that, you know, I've got family and I've got other things to do. The senator's literally telling their constituents, stop calling me about this. I've got other family matters myself. Well, have they forgotten about the 18 that have also been indicted and they have families? The fact that all those people were doing were exercising their First Amendment rights to question the integrity of an election. No different than Stacey Abrams, no different than Hillary Clinton, and now they've been taken political prisoner. Steve, I hear that the average legal bill for all of these indicted is going to be a million dollars apiece. You know, one of the indicted apparently has eight kids. So I tell the senator, what about those families? What about those families and what happens when they come for you? Are you going to is anybody going to be left to speak up for you? You know, something else I hear is they say, Sir, well, we have a prose- prosecutorial commission that's going to take care of it. Yeah, this prosecutorial commission, constituents are calling their senators and they say, oh, it's taken care of the prosecutorial commission. Well, guess what? That commission has never met. They've just now been appointed members in this last legislative session. They don't even have a set of ground rules. They have no schedule. And they say, well, we gave our authority to them to take care of this. Why are legislators giving up their constitutional authority to a bunch of unelected bureaucrats to handle their business? We are senators. We are representatives. We have a job to do. And that's why I'm calling for this special session to take action immediately. Senator Moore, I know you got to go, but can we just hold you for a short break? I have two more questions on the other side. If you just give us a minute or two, we're going to go to a short break. Senator Colton Moore from Georgia, state senator from Georgia 53, Northwest Georgia, one of the most patriotic parts of this great nation. We're going to return. we got Alex Brusewitz to give us an update on the Keebler Elves last night on Total Fiasco. Ben Burkwam's in Georgia. We're packed wall to wall. We're going to get into the bricks. Our allies, UAE and Saudi Arabia, threw in with the opposite team. Make you feel good. Make you feel good for that nine uh, nine trillion dollars, twenty years, ten thousand dead, fifty thousand wounded. Make you feel good. All next in the war room. As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your tax sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 298-9898. That's Bannon, 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. 
With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Senator uh, Colton Moore, on one of the most important days in American political history where a um, an individual who won the greatest company from behind victory in the history of American presidential politics in 2016, then with 74 million votes, won the presidency again in 2020, is now about to be arraigned, I don't know, on 13 indictments. The, 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 the details are not relevant. But you used quite an explosive term uh, before we went to break. You said that these people were political prisoners. Explain to our audience, what do you mean by that? Yeah, well, these individuals, what were they doing? They were questioning the integrity of the election. Some of them have been indicted off evidence of nothing more than a tweet, right, or a Facebook post. So what does that do to anyone else who wants to speak out? They become afraid. They become fearful for themselves because they're worried they too could be indicted. I mean, this is the exact strategy that dictators and authoritarians use all across the globe. I mean, even Saddam Hussein used this with his political dissidents. Anyone who speaks out again, will get, they get put in the gulag. That's what we're seeing here in the state of Georgia. And it scared my fellow senators into speaking out. It scared my fellow representatives into speaking out. And right now, the people demanding their legislators to speak out and call for the special session is about our only hope legislatively. Senator Moore, uh, we're going to get into this BRICS situation, which is probably the most important news today. Uh, but when you look at the KGB in Russia, when you look at the House of Saud in Saudi Arabia, you look at the Gulf Emirates run by uh, monarchs, you look at the CCP, our biggest, one of our biggest beasts with the Chinese Communist Party is political prisoners. If what you're saying is true... Is this not an indictment, not on Fonnie Willis and not on the Democrats, who we know are authoritarians? Is this not an indictment on the entire political Republican political establishment in Georgia of being too gutless to face this moment in history, sir? Absolutely, Steve. And you know what? The, the beautiful part about all of this is when these constituents call up their state senators who on the campaign trail said that they would be a conservative fighter. And they give them some dumb excuse like a prosecutorial commission or some dumb excuse like we're too afraid we don't have the votes. Those constituents are getting mad and upset. And I hope every one of them get primaried because guess what? The election is going to get started here in about three months, right at the climax. Senator Moore, how do people find out more about you and how does this audience support your efforts, sir? Well, I tell you what, if you live outside of the state of Georgia, you can go to coltonmore.com slash emergency, sign up there to participate. But if you live inside of Georgia, I encourage you to call your state senator, call your state representative, and don't let them give you excuses about passing the buck. Tell them, write a letter to the governor today 
call for the special session because you do not want your tax dollars funding Bonnie Willis. And those legislators have the ability to pull the money today. Uh, Senator Moore, courage is contagious, and the one thing you have a lot of is courage. Thank you very much uh, for coming Thank on you, here. Thank you, Steve. So Thanks. We will make sure that that Grace and Captain Ben and everybody will get all this information out uh, immediately. Okay, I want to pivot now to one of the leaders of the MAGA movement, Alex Brusowitz, who was there <clears throat> last night for the Keebler Elves. Your assessment. Uh, first off, do I have the New York Post? Murdoch, remember, this was a Murdoch trap he laid you saw Murdoch last night and the Fox News cheerleaders about Judas Pence all rallying around him. And I want to apologize. I don't often apologize. I want to apologize to the war room posse who didn't watch a second of it like I didn't watch a second of it. Actually having to show a, uh, a clip from it. I know it's tough to take, but I had to, show, I had to show the Judas Pence moment because that's a watershed moment. That's the old Republican Party right there. Uh, and, and what they're saying, they're giving permission – to old establishment Republicans not to vote for Trump in 2024. That, that's what this is about. This is Murdoch. Remember, they're very strategic, and their evilness is very strategic. Do I have, Look at that. Talk about jump the shark. You know, Jack Posobiec had the best tweet. Right there, you've got the jump the shark moment for Murdoch. And guess what? They got the little Ukrainian flag up there in the corner just to remind you of their neoliberal, neocon nature. Alex Brusowitz, your assessment, sir, of the Keebler Elves coming out party. Yeah, well, I think, uh, well, first, thanks for having me on, Steve. Um, but, you know, yesterday, last night was a reminder of why the Republican Party was on the brink of death before President Trump and the MAGA movement came along in 2016. These people are so out of touch with the country and with the voters that it's unbelievable. And I felt gross sitting in that crowd because those aren't my people. The people that get the tickets to the RNC debates, for the most part, are your really establishment donors, your, you know, your super PAC uh, leaders, uh, the permanent Washington. That's who descended upon Milwaukee yesterday. Uh, besides, uh, I, I didn't see anybody in DeSantis T-shirts. I didn't see anybody really in any other t-shirts besides Trump t-shirts in the crowd. Uh, but that, that was like 5% of the audience. And the rest of the audience was all of these special interest hacks who hate Trump and the mega movement. And, and so I think president Trump dodged a bullet by not showing up to that debate that was stacked against him from the moderators, Brett Baer and Martha McCallum, who uh, do not want president Trump to win the nomination uh, to uh, the stacked attendees. Uh, but also, on top of the debate, the spin room was a total disaster. You had our great mega surrogates that came to Milwaukee to support President Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Byron Donalds, Michael Waltz, Don Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle. When they wanted to go backstage to the spin room, Fox stepped in and said, you're not going back there. And so this re- debate was rigged against President Trump since the beginning. And uh, President Trump did the right thing by doing that sit-down interview with Tucker Carlson. that got over 200 million views now. Let me, uh, by the way, we're going to go, I'm going to play a clip later, a little bit later of Don Jr. being thwarted. But I want to make sure, I want to go back to that. You're telling me uh, the Murdochs barred sitting members of Congress of the House of Representatives these MAGA from going back and, 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 and meeting the press. They, they were not just Don Jr. and Kerry Lake, uh, but you're saying that these sitting members of Congress are also barred? 
Yeah, you had sitting members of Congress who are typically booked on Fox News. And these, like Byron Donalds, for example, his freshman year in Congress, nobody did more Fox News hits than Byron Donalds. But, you know, he wanted to go back there and do that spin room, and they put him on the blacklist. They wouldn't let our people in. And because, you know, they had this narrative that they wanted to, uh, that they wanted to push. And, uh, but the American people are awake. And if you look at Twitter last night, uh, Trump and Tucker were trending on Twitter and the Murdoch's preferred candidates, Judas Pence and Mike Pence were, or, and, and Ron DeSantis were, weren't, uh, you know, the, the outsiders had the real, had the big wins last night where the establishment puppets, uh, you know, kind of proved themselves to be complete and total frauds. I think Ron DeSantis's most defining moment last night was when Brett asked, would you support President Trump if he is convicted of one of these political persecution witch hunts? And Vivek puts his hand up right away, and Ron DeSantis looks around like a lost puppy, but then he sees the people are cheering for Vivek, so he puts his hands up. He proved that he was a coward and that he was a follower last night. And uh, the Murdochs, I know, spent a lot of money and a lot of resources trying to make this guy into something big. But he's a total fraud. He's a total phony, just like the Murdochs. Alex, what is your social media? You've been at the forefront of these firefights, and I think last night showed uh, your wisdom and discernment and, and everything you've been telling people about DeSantis. I couldn't agree with you more. He faded into the background, not a leader. You've got to own the moment. You have to step into the moment. You have to own it. You didn't see it there. Where do people uh, get you, Alex? How do they track you down? You can follow me on all social media platforms, at Alex Bruzewitz. And uh, you're exactly right, Steve. He didn't meet the moment. Uh, he's not meant for this. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very grateful for uh, independent media outlets uh, like you and, and Tucker. And uh, you guys are the future, and you guys are the reason that we're going to save our country. Alex, thank you. Thank you for the work, and thank you for being in Milwaukee. appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm going to play the Don a little while, I'm going to play the Don Jr. clip. You can see Don Jr. going off on it. Remember, the Murdochs, the Murdochs banned the Trump surrogates from talking to the media. They banned it. This thing was totally cooked. President Trump avoided the Murdochs' metaphorical Dealey Plaza, the crossfire they had set up. He avoided it and had now, what, 200 million people watch the Tucker thing, which is incredible. Okay, uh, we're going to end. Today is Battle Hymn of the Republic. This is a reprise of a version that we absolutely love. We've played before. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to go back to Georgia. We've also got a lot to talk about what happened in Durban. The stabbing in the back of the United States of America for her sacrifice to protect the United Arab Emirates in the Saudis. All next in the war room. Glory, glory, hallelujah, his truth is marching on. I have seen him in the watchfires of a hundred circling calves. They have builded him an altar in the evening dews and damps. I can read his righteous sentence by the dim and flaring lamps. His day is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. 
he has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, glory. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. right now trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, How un probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. And I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we were able to go in, then they said they weren't, now that we're here. Wait, wait, said, and the candidate that- said you can't go in the spin room? They're telling me right He's now, Fox, Fox won't let that. me into the spin but room. that's what the American people Fox should know. News, this is the kind they're of- They're telling him, they he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years, didn't perform as they had hoped. So they can't have someone who can maybe be a representative of my father. Just like a few weeks ago when I was canceled after the first indictment, I was scheduled to go on. And about five minutes before I'm on, I found out I'm no longer on because apparently I wouldn't be a great surrogate to talk about my father's indictment. Just so we understand what we're dealing with here. So it shouldn't surprise any of us. And it's also why Trump was 100% right to not go to this debate. Exactly. It's beneath him, and when you know that you're walking into a setup because of exactly these kinds of circumstances, you understand exactly what's going on in mainstream media, even conservative. It's very I like to knock. I like to knock the one the side, but I gotta call balls and strikes. This is no different than what we see from the Democrats. It's no different than what we're seeing from the Fulton County DA when they're trying to put a gag order on Donald Trump so he can't defend himself in court proceedings. And more importantly, to function as an intimidation tactic for anyone else who would defend him, where the DA there is then saying, hey, we're gonna add you people to the indictment if you take part in this. I don't know, guys, doesn't reek of democracy. All the people that have been screaming that for the last six or so years, especially during the Trump presidency, when I believe we had a lot more freedom uh, than we do now, or certainly since this administration's taken over, are strangely quiet, but I guess we shouldn't be surprised. 
Um, right there, Don Jr. And what Murdoch had set up, you could see, was a Dealey Plaza type crossfire. A Dealey Plaza type crossfire, metaphorically, to both entrap and destroy Donald Trump. And he didn't walk into the trap. And you saw it there all last night, spring, including the fact, think about it for a second, Byron Donalds, MTG, Matt Gates, uh, others, sitting congressmen who are on Fox all the time, major, main battery, not allowed in. Kerry Lake, Don Jr., the son of the president of the United States, not let in. If you support Fox and watch Fox, you should be ashamed of yourself. Not as a TV for stupid people. And I, I, the only thing I would differ in Don Jr.'s assessment is that they're worse than MSNBC and CNN. Compare the CNN town hall to what Murdoch had, the trap Murdoch had set for Trump last night. Compare that. As bad as CNN is. Compare the CNN town hall. That's an objective fact we can look at. Even as bad as Caitlin Collins was. That was kind of up in your grill being snippy, right? But look at the audience. Other than that, it was pretty straightforward. And look at what they, they had set up an elaborate apparatus. And by the way, this is Rana, and no offense, my brother Dave Bossy allowed this to happen and actively work with the Murdochs. You look at the New York Post today and all their assessment. Nikki Haley was great. She had a breakout moment. You know, Ukraine got their little Ukraine flag. Can we put that up again? Got your little Ukraine flag. Can I get the New York Post up again? Got the Ukraine flag up there in the upper right. Just unbelievable. Yeah, there we go right there. Little Ukraine flag in the upper, little Ukraine flag. The end of the Republican, the old Republican Party ended in Milwaukee last night. For, and it came out in all of its glory. All of its glory. And today, you don't see him there. You don't see any of those people there supporting Trump, down with Trump, etc. We're going to go and get all that, plus get into the bricks of it all, because what is happening here is amazing, and that is signal. What happened last night is noise except for that watershed moment when they all came out and said Pence was right. Trump lost, Pence was right, and Biden's a legitimate president. Remember, to me, that's a gating event. If you can't answer those correct, number one question, very simple. Did Donald Trump win the 2020 election? Yes or no? No hubbada, 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 hubbada. Number two, is Joe Biden a legitimate president of the United States? Boom, answer those questions. If you answer that Trump did not win, out. If you answer that Biden's legitimate, out. No need to hear anything else. Don't need to hear your agriculture policy. Don't need to hear you talk about woke. Don't need to hear any of it. It's not relevant. Let's go. We got a lot to get to. We got a lot of folks in Georgia. We're kind of jammed. I got a lot of capital markets and economics to go through that's going to impact your life in the nations. Let's go to Ben Burkwam in Georgia. Ben, uh, tell me, what is it like today? What is the turnout where are people's heads on this? Uh, they're pissed, Steve. I mean, they see they see it for what it is. It's the fourth sham indictment against President Trump. But really, you know, it's interesting talking to the folks here. They think it's actually going to be uh, more in, in President Trump's favor. We've seen that from the beginning. I've got Laura Loomer over here who is organizing this rally. Uh, she's going to be joining us here in just a second. And and this, you've got people coming from all over the country that see this. But I want to I want to uh, compare it to the uh, the representative you had, the Georgia representative you had on just a few minutes ago, where he said, you know, that you've got half of this jail full of incarceration 
incarcerated individuals who aren't being given a fair trial. President Trump is just the next one in that line. There's actually a mom out here whose son has been in this jail for a year and three months who, who hasn't been given a bond yet. And so this is just, and they're coming out saying they're, the injustice against President Trump is the same injustice that we're seeing all over this country. So I think what the left is trying to do to attack President Trump is just blowing up in their face. And you can see that from the support, the two million, or excuse me, 200 million views of the Tucker Carlson debate last night versus that dismal failure of a so-called B-team uh, presidential debate last night, GOP presidential debate. It was just, it was sad. It was sad to watch. But we've got hundreds of supporters out here. They're already barricading the street. It seems like they're setting this up to be another you know, potentially uh, a hostile situation, but we'll see what ends up happening. So far, everybody's peaceful, and uh, all the people on the Trump side are, are you know, just wanting justice. Uh, can we bring in Laura Loomer, and let's get her thoughts. Laura's organizing one of the rallies down there. Yeah, yeah hey, Steve. Hey, everybody. So, uh, great day today. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, we were supposed to have a rally here. This is actually the location, and... Um, the rally was uh, set, the rally I organized was set to begin at 10 a.m. And so oddly enough, right, at uh, 9.45 in the morning, we had uh, Fulton County Sheriff's officers, as you can see from uh, these barricades, uh, lining the street and telling everybody to move. And if you were here yesterday, you saw that the streets were open. There were no barricades. People, people were allowed to walk across the street and uh, take photos and do reporting. Uh, but they did this in an effort to violate our First Amendment rights and to shut down our rally because, of course, President Trump retruthed uh, my rally flyer telling everybody to come to this location today at 10 a.m. And they're trying to suppress our First Amendment right to petition our government for grievances and speak out against weaponized government and uh, the criminalization of political speech as it relates to our stolen elections. Colton, uh, Laura, let me stick with you for a second. Senator Colton Moore said that the 18 that have been are being arraigned in, in President Trump are political prisoners. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do believe that we are in the era of political prisoners in this country. And uh, I spoke with Colton this morning, a uh, great uh, Georgia state uh, senator who is really leading the effort uh, to encourage people in the state of Georgia to call for a special session. Um, we, we have political prisoners in Washington, D.C. right now from January 6th. And we always said, right, if people didn't start fighting for these January 6th political prisoners, they were going to use the same arguments, right, of seditious conspiracy and insurrection and uh, all of these things that they're accusing these J6 political prisoners of in their trial against Donald Trump. And that's the next step, right? If they're successful, you're going to see uniparty actors try to push for some type of 14th Amendment effort to get Donald Trump off the ballot. And, um, you know, Colton's doing great work, but Colton wanted everybody to know when I spoke with him this morning, people got to get off, get off Facebook and the Internet and stop posting and start calling. Call the Georgia legislature, call the representatives, go through the phone book and call every single one of them and tell them to have a special session so that we can get uh, Fannie, Fannie Willis and the, these corrupt district attorneys fired. A lot of people don't know this, Bannon. Uh, Steve, <laughs> call you Bannon, right? We're, we're, we're that close. I just call you Bannon. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, Steve, but... Um, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, actually signed legislation uh, earlier this year, making it uh, the uh, the ability of the, the governor of Georgia, giving them the authority to fire uh, district attorneys. So what's stopping Brian Kemp, right? What is stopping Brian Kemp from firing Fannie Willis? That's what I want to know. They already passed the legislation. It's time for a special session to convene and get the job done. 
Loomer, let me ask you about uh, last night in Milwaukee with the Keebler Elves. Uh, Fox went out of their way to promote Pence and, and, and his actions on January 6th of defending the Constitution. What's your assessment of what happened there about that specific topic and the response of the other folks running for the presidency? Well, as we saw last night, uh, the first person to raise his hand when asked if they would uh, support uh, Donald Trump as the nominee, even if he was uh, convicted, was Vivek Ramaswamy. And uh, it wasn't until Ron DeSantis looked around the entire stage and realized his hand was one of the only hands left uh, that wasn't wasn't up that he decided to put his hand up. So we got to see people's true colors last night uh, during that debate. I want to call it more of an audition for whoever's going to be qualified enough and loyal enough to serve in the next Trump administration, because let's be honest, right? <laughs> Rupert Murdoch's, what was it, 2.53 million views on the debate last night is nothing compared to the nearly 200 million views that Tucker Carlson's interview with President Trump has had uh, in the last less than 24 hours. So uh, they better wake up and get with it real fast because the American people aren't tolerating it. And Donald Trump wasn't even at that debate last night with Fox News. And every single time his name was mentioned, the audience cheered. He was the most favored person in the room and he wasn't there and every time a candidate said that they wouldn't support him they were viciously booed so we know who the GOP nominee is it's Donald Trump it's now a matter of whether or not all of these feckless rhinos who are running against him are going to have the balls have the testicular fortitude to drop out and say you know what I stand with President Trump I endorse President Trump and we are not going to stand for this weaponized government and assault on free speech and free and fair elections in America. Could say it Laura, uh, social media, it's so people, can, fi- so people can follow you. Laura, how do people follow yeah, you so, today? What, what's the uh, social still, media? I'm- you can follow me today on uh, Twitter, Truth Social, Gab, and Getter at Laura Loomer. Uh, that's at Laura Loomer on Twitter, Gab, Truth Social, uh, and uh, and Twitter, as I said. So I'll be providing live updates. I'm here all day. And I just want to appreciate you for providing live coverage because they're trying to crack down people from crack down on people being able to see what's really going on today but uh you're here with your live feed and uh i appreciate that so thanks for having me on steve and again Donald thanks Trump Laura. Uh, nothing wrong you can get the shirt on my website <laughs> uh thank you ben hang on for one second real america's real loomer.com uh ben's there all day ben hang on one second i want to go to sally grubbs Sally, we got a minute. We're going to hold you guys through the break. Uh, give me your assessment of what's happening in Georgia and how the grassroots are going to force change down there on this. I tell you what, Steve, the grassroots are active. They are ready to go and they are working hard. They are calling legislators and they are making a tremendous difference. People have had enough. Why is but this is the question. You got so many patriots down there. It's got one of the strongest grassroots movement. You guys have essentially taken over the Georgia Republican Party. You got nothing but fighters. The grassroots leaders are terrific. Why are we having such trouble getting traction on calling a special session, ma'am? You know, it, there is the leadership issue pushing down their messaging. And when you have legislators that would rather uh, follow the edict of the leadership rather than what the constituents say, you have a big problem and we need people in the grassroots to become more vocal. Like Laura said, get off social media, get out there and educate people. There's a lot of people walking around at the store or, you know, just in at events that don't really realize what a watershed moment this is. Um, When you have attorneys like Ray Smith, who represented uh, President Trump, who has now been indicted for representing 
the president of the United States, I don't know what bigger sign uh, people need to know that this is a desperate moment in our country. Sally, hang on one second. Uh, we've also got Mallory Staples in Georgia. This is a watershed moment. What happened in Durban, South Africa, geopolitically and economically, capital markets, is inextricably linked to what's happening in Georgia. We're going to break it all down for you next in the War Room. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. A choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Uh, two proponents of that in the great state of Georgia. Uh, let's go to Mallory Staples from the State Freedom Caucus of uh, Georgia. Remember, the State Freedom Caucuses are popping up all, all over the place to have the same type of uh, muscle that the Freedom Caucus has in the uh, in Congress, in the House particularly. Uh, Mallory, your assessment of where we are in Georgia. Uh, the great Senator Colton Moore, this patriot hero, says that this is these are political prisoners. Your thoughts, ma'am? Absolutely. I mean, what we're seeing right now with Alan Braggs and the Fonnie Willis's is the harvest on all the work that Barack Obama did when he said we we're going to fundamentally transform America. Uh, these people are deconstructionists. They're here to kneecap the very pillars of liberty and freedom, the founding. And um, if we do not stand up courageously, as Senator Colton Moore has done, who is our vice chairman of the Georgia Freedom Caucus here in Georgia, have these representatives sign on. Our vice chairman, Charlie Bird, has signed on in the House. And we have got to have that. You know, what the feedback we're getting is, 
we don't have the vote, so we're not going to do it. And that is absolute cowardice to say that if we do not have a guaranteed successful outcome, we are not going to participate is the most un-American thing I've ever heard. And this is um, that moment that I think will be looked back on as um, the moment we went either down the rest of the slippery slope to absolute Marxism and it's the end of our democracy as we know it, or we, it was our finest moment. And I can tell you right now, the people are starved for courageous leadership. They are starved to be representative. We have representatives here in Georgia, but we don't have representation and the people are fed up. They've absolutely had it. And there's tons of heat from the bottom up. And um, the grassroots are on fire. And I really hope these legislators do the right thing. They need to do the right thing. I mean, our founding fathers pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor without a guaranteed outcome. What is the problem? You're a sitting legislator. You're a sitting senator. Put your name on the piece of paper. Go on record and say this is assault on freedom of speech of every American. Sign the paper. It's absolutely inexcusable that every name is in on there. Sally Grubbs, a Cobb County, uh, a county of patriots. Uh, where did we stand with it? What do the folks in Cobb County think? Yep, so that, like Mallory said, that we don't have representation when it comes to this topic. Honestly and truthfully, this is a nonpartisan issue. Because when you look at the fact that people's voices are shut down for making a phone call or like President Trump did, simply make a tweet. Um, you can't hire an attorney and know that you are going to be represented without retribution. It should be ret- you know, representation without retribution, but that's not what we have. Everything that is happening in Fulton County right now is contrary to our Declaration of Independence, is contrary to our Constitution. They are setting the Constitution on fire. And you have uh, crime out of control in Fulton County, and this is what they're doing. I mean, as I was saying earlier, when you have Ray Smith, who represented President Trump, having to go to the Fulton County Jail to post bond, this is outrageous. And if nothing else, our representatives could get out there, lock on, lock arms together, and and say, "Stop the madness." But instead, there, you know, there's pressure. There's little things here and there to just sit down and shut up and let the process work. This process leads to totalitarianism. This does not end well if people don't get out and let their voices be heard now. It is going to be too late if people sit and let the process work. Sally, how do people, we're going to let you go. We know you got an appointment you got to make. How do people follow you on social media, ma'am? Uh, we're um, on Twitter at uh, Cobb GOP. We're on Instagram. Uh, contact me by email at co- uh, chair at CobbGOP.org. I'm always happy, happy to connect with folks. Sally, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we're going to hold Mallory Staples. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to a break here in a moment. Uh, and we're going to have Rudy Giuliani join us. I'm going to come back to Mallory. We're going to go back to Georgia. I've got a lot to talk about on this capital markets and what happened in BRICS because they're inextricably linked. But I also want to connect two other dots. Number one, the impeachment of uh, of the attorney general of the great state of Texas, Ken Paxson, yesterday. The fight between the grassroots populist movement and the Bush apparatus. This is exactly what you're seeing played out in, in Georgia right now. 
This is a fight between this populist, um, law and order, uh, populist movement, grassroots movement. And what Kemp and these guys represent, that's the Bush, that's the Bush junta that still controls the levers of power in Georgia. And that's why they are um, – they're sitting there uh, it, looking at what the Democratic apparatus is doing to Trump. They want it to happen, okay, and they're going to support it. This is what this fight's about. Short commercial break. We're end with uh, Battle Hammer of the Republic this hour. Rudy joins us next. Mallory's going to stick with us. We're going to go back to Ben Burkwam. We've got a lot to talk about what happened in the BRICS. I'm bringing in Dave Walsh. 50% of the world's oil production, much of which young men and women defended for 20 years in the Middle East, stabbed us in the back last night, threw in with the Chinese Communist Party. And what they really threw in with is the de-dollarization of the world's economy. We're going to get to all of that. Uh, the last 48 hours have been quite historic. And this evening, in prime time, when Donald J. Trump turns himself in, it'll be a uh, even more historic day. We'll return to the war in just a moment. I can read his righteous sentence by the demon flaring lamps. His day is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His day is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 